Oh, I will. I'm a little nervous, though. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little improvisation. It's a little alteration of a popular song. Oh. Um. All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, strong. Here, here we go. It's real strong. <laughs> All right. You didn't have to record so slow. Now you're just a podcast that I used to know. Oh God, that song's awful, isn't it? Is it? You know, the first like the first time I heard it, I could kind of get behind it, and yeah. then it happened. It never did anything for me. I don't understand it. I felt left out. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I heard everybody like quoting it and talking about it, and then I heard it, and I was like, wait, a, wait a second, this is that song. <laughs> Man, I guess it was built up too much. I think it maybe uh, that video did a lot for people. Yeah, I didn't. That video, that video didn't do anything for me. No, it had like forty-six million views, dude. I mean, that's what the internet gets you. Um, <laughs> welcome to I only like their old stuff, the podcast that finally answers the question. Finally answers the question. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it hype or is it hate? Um. We uh we are back from a long hiatus. It's we, good to be back. Yeah, uh, we back we, on top. Yeah, we got the pot. We got everything's fixed now, maybe, and um, we are relaunching the podcast. Thank you to our old listeners and to any new listeners out there. You should stick with us because we're going to be recording regularly. The show's back on, um, and we're streamlining everything so it's a little bit more um, accessible, easier to listen to, easier to catch up on. And uh, we're going to try to have this show out regularly every week. Um, every Friday we should have the show out. Streamlining sounds like a lot of management speak there, Jeho. Well, we're cutting the fat. How about that? I, kn- I know you hate management speak. Yeah, I do hate management I, speak. I don't, know, I don't know why. Actually, I don't mind it. Funny <laughs> thing about me, I don't mind it. <laughs> yeah, so we're relaunching. We're going to have the... Everything on the Facebook page, the Twitter stream is going to be right in line with what we're doing on the podcast, but be looking for us every Friday afternoon. You should be able to update your iTunes and find a new episode from us out there. Right. And if you haven't followed us on Facebook, um, we are redoing that whole thing and we're going to be putting up a lot more content on there. And so we're going to supplement the podcast with content on the Facebook stream. Um, And also just a note, uh, those of you who've listened for a long time, you'll notice that Miss is not here today. Um, our longtime co-host, Miss, some would say Wrangler, uh, she had to work today and obviously we want her on the show as much as we can. And, uh, we're in, we're in three different time zones now, so it's pretty hard to get us all together, but we promise you, Miss fans, we're going to have her as be a part of the show and I'm sure she's going to participate in, uh, some of this other stuff we're doing with the, the Facebook and all that sort of stuff. Let's get into it. Yeah, here we go. So we're going to, um, I, I just want to start off, uh, first of all, before we get into the, the, the main core of the show is these questions that we've answered, we've had for years. But, uh, before we get into that, I had a little, uh, Facebook, uh, experiment I wanted to bring up that didn't yeah. really fit in anywhere else. I was telling Groove before we started the show, like, uh, we've had this discussion on here before that it's really awkward when you have a birthday on Facebook because some people, I, I'm convinced that they spend their whole life, like, all, all they do all day is wishing people happy birthday on Facebook. <laughs> and you get, like, happy birthday wishes from people you didn't even know your Facebook friends with. You don't know their names. You don't know who they are, and you're like, who is this? And you're like, oh, yeah, I went to high school with that person, and, and 
this is like more than they ever talked to me in high school. Um, so I just wanted to like for like a week straight, I'd like to just have or or maybe a couple weeks, maybe maybe it wouldn't work every day of a week, but maybe for a month, I pick one day a week and that's my birthday, and I change the date of my birthday to that day on Facebook, <laughs> so that it, every every week I have a birthday, and just see who remembers and who who wishes me happy birthday each time. But you know, it's not even just that; it's that you become then kind of the. Uh... You're like a pirate, just just pillaging through everybody's. Uh, you have a birthday reminder email addresses. You know, yeah. you know how you get those emails from Facebook. It's like uh, this week, so and so celebrating <laughs> yeah. a birthday. You just always show up mm-hmm. in those emails. Yeah, let's see who would notice. Who actually notices? Because I'm convinced these birthday people, the birthers, as we'll call them. <laughs> uh, um, I'm convinced that they just don't even pay attention to who it is. They just. They just wish him happy birthday. Just love it. They just want to get that 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 Facebook credit. They 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 just yeah. I wonder what it is in a person that they they feel that obligation. Like, how do they even survive in their life? Like, what other things do they feel obligated to do? Uh, we 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 took freshman English together. That's the, that was the experience of the two of us together. Why are you wishing me yeah. a birthday twelve years down the line? Yeah, yeah. Where's that coming from? What is your need? What are you yeah. going to miss out on what, if you don't do that? What are we getting out of this? I appreciate it, sort of, but uh, I mean, what's the what what's the what would make you feel worse, right? Getting getting those messages from a bunch of people you don't know and don't talk to anymore, or not getting any, and that's what you have to ask yourself, Joey. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to look at gift horse in the mouth or whatever speaking of facebook speaking of horses all right uh joey and i have been doing this podcast for a couple of years now right over three years we've known each other for what almost 10 yeah been been what bff and we've for- known each other for probably 12 or 13 years i think uh, and then and then we've been We've been really, really good friends, BFF, since for about seven years, right? Eh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure, seven. <laughs> I didn't know where you were counting this started. I was well, just, I was well, I mean, our Facebook friends. Well, I'm saving, saving myself for the, for right, the right person. Uh-huh. You know, I, I had somebody call me the other day, saying that he was thinking about. He, he, he's my buddy. He, he, my buddy Scott. Well, sh- yeah, mm-hmm. guy called me wondering whether or not he could uh, he could hit you up on Facebook, right? He saw he saw that you were posting on Facebook and all this kind of stuff, and I said, "Oh, really? Because we're not Facebook friends. I got no idea. This is a guy that you've met like twice." Scott, yeah, I love Scott. He's great. <laughs> I'm, I'm Facebook friends with him. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great that you keep up with him like that. No, he, he wish you a happy birthday. Huh? He wish you a happy birthday. Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciated it. Good to him. Good to him. Good. Yeah, I'm glad. Didn't hear from you on Facebook. Well, <laughs> <laughs> moving right along. All right, uh, we're going to get into these questions. Now, the questions, for those of you who haven't listened for a while or that have never listened before, we do a series of questions, and they're pretty much the same every week. 
Um, and sometimes we throw in a little curveball here and there, but in general we do uh, hype, not the hype, hype's still out, and uh, then we do like a series of questions on what we're consuming, and uh, that's pretty much the core of the show. So uh, we're going to get started with the uh, hype, and hype is like just what it sounds like. It's what we're hyped on right now, what's hyping us up. What we're excited about, what's good. So let's get it, let's kick it off, Groove. What you got for what's the hype? Yesterday, I received a letter in the mail from my 18 year old self. I wrote the letter to myself 10 years ago. What? What? And it got all the way to England. You knew what your address was going to be in England <laughs> back when you were 18. My high school teacher. Our last week of school had us each write a letter to ourselves that she promised to give back to us at our 10-year reunion. Yeah. Mackenzie and I did not go to our 10-year reunion because it would have been too expensive for us to travel back for one weekend, right? Yeah. Forgot all about that letter. Straight up, she mailed it to me. And wow. And, in fact, to Mackenzie as well because Mackenzie was in the same class as I was, right? And so yeah. I, I opened a letter on the envelope yesterday had a letter from McKinsey to McKinsey from me to me. Yeah. It was a head trip. But it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I hope you didn't sound like an asshole in it. That You know, that I was mortified that that was what was going to happen. I thought to myself, wait, I know who I was at 18. I, I know who that guy was. That guy yeah. was a jackass, right? Yeah. And so I thought... Uh, yeah, some would I, argue still is. But. <laughs> I, was, I was scared I was going to be disappointed yeah. in myself. You know, and that it was either going to be one or two things, right? It was either going to be like some sort of like uh, mediocre, non-epic manifesto about how I was going to take over the world, and it was just going to be deluded and self-obsessed and, and immature, right? And I'd be like, oh, this letter is ridiculous. Or it would be, here's the list of things I want you to have done by the time you're, you know, 10 years down the line, and it was going to be a bunch of unrealistic stuff, yeah. you know? Here's a and- list of reasons why Sublime is my favorite band. <laughs> I did. I, it was a mixture of both. It was a mixture of both. But there was a, there was some stuff in there that I didn't. Is it, apparently, I, it, here's what you better have done by the time you read this letter again. It's a list of ten things. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's pretty legit. Number four is exercise your constitutional right to vote every chance you get. That's pretty much overrated. You will have read at least 30 books that you can honestly recommend to others. Uh, also overrated. <laughs> Next. No, I'm not going to read anymore. What? No? No. Why not? No. This is great. I'm having a good time. <clears throat> Fuck it. Yeah. Break me down here. Number one is never forget what happened on September 11th. How about that? Wow. Poignant. <laughs> never stop uh, have a pleasant job in a career that cooperates with the vocation that you choose good luck with that <laughs> you better have been in at least four plays by now one of them being a Shakespeare play <laughs> a Shakespeare play a Shakespeare play uh, I want you to have completed your own autobiographical movie so what what <laughs> I think the podcast counts for that, right? Yeah. You, you, you want you to have lived in a Spanish-speaking country for more than a month? Racist. Oh, <laughs> overcome your fear of expressing your emotions. Wow, really? 
There was a time when you were afraid to express your emotions. Uh, uh, the last one is I want you to be happy and proud of yourself. Nope. It's nice to I want did, things. You know, wish in one hand, shit in the That's other. Right. That's right. Let me tell you something, 18-year-old self. <laughs> what? Uh, what is your hype? My hype is that, uh, man, I've had, had a lot going on this summer. Uh, my hype is that I've started my business again, and I'm back to working for myself, and I quit my fucking, I can say it now, bullshit job. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to bite my tongue on this podcast, because I didn't want anybody to fucking hear my, how shitty my job was. I'll listen to it anyways. Yeah. And uh, so now I can say it, my job was shitty. And now I've quit it and gone back to working for my shitty self. <laughs> so I've relaunched my business and I'm getting into all that stuff. And it's like I'm excited and scared and yep. broke. Yeah. And it feels good. Watching a lot of TV. Watching, just not doing anything. Just <laughs> doing a lot of telling people I'm in I'm being business, doing business. Yep. <laughs> Doing some business after I get done watching this uh, Storage Wars. Yeah, so doing that, and I'm hyped on it, I'm excited, relaunching everything, new name and stuff, all that stuff, so. You got, you got the, the website, you're going to promote it, you can plug it? Oh, uh, if I plug it, then I got to I gotta put a website up, so maybe I shouldn't. When you when you get that live, you can plug it. Yeah, well, I, I'm renaming my business to, uh, well, I'm using a, a business alias kind of thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm Hocus Pocus Creative now, because I do the magic, because the internet is magic. <laughs> be my tagline, the internet is magic. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, I got a sweet new logo, it's got a rabbit on it. You going for that over 50 crab, telling them the internet is magic? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, that's my target market, that's funny that you bring that up. Um, but yeah, I'm getting excited, getting back into, like, this time around, I'm doing more on the business side of stuff. And, uh, you know, the businessman does the business and all that. So, business. <laughs> yeah, you just, wait, the businessman does the business? Yeah, I just that's a Homestar Runner reference, but uh, timely. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, that's what he does, the business. Stocks and bonds. Uh, Wall Street Journal. What's not the hype? Uh, not the hype is this, my roommate's cat pissing on my hat didn't mean to rhyme that <laughs> this fucking cat man i was thinking about this today dogs fuck shit up right yeah because they because they're at their heart they're kind of dumb and they just do what they want to do yeah cats fuck shit up because they're vindictive motherfuckers and this cat has been mad that my roommate hadn't been here that much this summer Mm -hmm. And what he does is, it, it's a hate crime. He, <laughs> he, he finds my hat, which is often on the counter. I come home and I put my pirate's hat on the counter, my nice fitted hat. Yeah. You know about that now that you got, you know, maybe they're bringing that up. You got you a fitted hat too now. And uh, I put it on the counter somewhere where it should be safe. The cat's not supposed to be on the counter. All right. We, we've, we've identified that, right? The, the hat, it's okay for the hat. You've, you've identified that. You've uh, identified. 
whether or not the cat agrees with you about the counter being off limits, that's uh, you know that's for another time. All right. Well, the cat gets yelled at every time it gets near the counter, so I would hope that it has some idea that it's not supposed to be on the counter. Uh huh. Um, but the hat is allowed to be on the counter. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm okay with the hat being on the counter. Cat's not supposed to be on the counter. I that cat jumps up there and pisses on my hat, man. It's happened twice. What? I. That's hard to believe. Yeah, it, he's singling me out. He's attacking me because his his uh, owner is not home. Why is he singling you out? Why, uh, how is this a hate crime towards you? I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like domestic terrorism. <laughs> this cat already has a criminal record, too. So. Why, are you, why are you still wearing that hat? I, I have a, Because I love it. But it's a cat piss hat. Well, I washed it. You retire that hat. No, I washed it. I'm not gonna. I'm not. If I give in, then the, the terrorists win. It's um, true. He's, he's, that's definitely psychological warfare he's committing on you. Right yeah, now. yeah. And my roommate tries to defend the cat. Of course, she's like, "Oh, he doesn't mean it." What? Doesn't mean it. But I'm pretty sure he's going out of his way if he's jumping up on the countertop to piss. Yeah, he is targeting my hat. He's got a fine litter box that he only he uses. <laughs> Need to. Well, you know what's happened. What? And I don't, I don't want to get too deep on this. But I know a little bit about cat psychology. Oh, oh God. All right. Yeah, you so, have. You read a couple books. So you're an expert. That's good. What well, is it? I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. Something may have happened in that litter box. Something he, like what? Well, he may have been attacked. There may have been a loud sound while he was in the litter box. Something may have scared him. And that litter box might need to move. Well, that litter box is in its own little room, so I don't think it's going to move. But that's an interesting theory there. But I don't know why. I didn't do anything to the litter box. Why is he sling- Why is he attacking me? Uh, that hat. You're, uh, well, let's face it, right? It's a pirate's hat. Of all the hats in the world that would remind you of a place to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> There's a yellow P on it though, so maybe. <laughs> I did, I posted. You didn't see this because you're not my friend on Facebook, but I posted about it on Facebook when it happened, and the consensus was that I should pee on the cat. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to. I'm like, what? really? That's the solution, internet, that you came up with. Fire with fire. I should pee on the cat. The cat's really going to understand that if I pee on him, that he shouldn't be peeing on my hat. Well, if he understands well enough that he's getting at you by peeing on your pee hat. Fight pee with pee, I guess. I don't know. Pee. Yeah. So. Well, so for me, it's been, um, what, it's been two weeks, three weeks since the Olympics are, are, are finished? Yeah. Still going through some, a bit of a, a bit of Olympics hangover. Yeah, that's a... Uh, yeah, that's that's actually my uh, shame hype. Oh, really? Yeah, but we can go. Let's let's do it. Well, I tell you, the one the the silver lining, right? Yesterday was the launch of the Paralympic Games. Did that and, just happened yesterday. Yeah. And oh, so I thought I it was got, already going on. Like, oh, okay. No, we gotta clean up the stadium and mm-hmm. stuff. It launched, so I'm going to get to watch a ton of Olympic coverage all over again. Oh, sweet, with the Paralympic Games. 
the next two weeks. That's so. great. Uh, so, well, let's rewind a little bit. So, for the listeners that don't know, you're in London, living in London right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the Olympics were. And so, the Olympics have been a big part of this show. We love some Olympics. We do. We did a lot of coverage of the last Winter Olympics. Um, and uh, We even watched those. Yeah, we even. I, I love the Winter Olympics. I might prefer the Winter Olympics. Um, but anyway, we didn't do covers this time because we weren't really doing the show. We've been on a break. But you got to experience the Olympics from the ground. I did. Boots well, on the ground. Was it good? It was. I'll tell you this right now. I'm looking. I got my eyes set on Rio 2016. That's how good it was. You want to go to another country. It, that, it doesn't have to be in your backyard. That is how good. It was. Yeah. Now I gotta say, gotta be an Olympics fan before the Olympics, right? Yeah. You gotta embrace if it. If you're a fair weather fan, a lukewarm fan, you just want to be sporting events. The Olympics may not be the thing for you, right? right? But if you love some esoteric sports <clears throat> that, that are hard to understand, you gotta relearn the rules. You gotta go check it out, whatever. Then then get it on, make it happen. It's worth it. Yeah, that's legit. I mean, I, I got to, I, my experience with the Olympics this time was unfortunately just the shitty NBC coverage, mm-hmm. um, which was really bad as usual. But mm-hmm. I watched, I soaked it up, and just uh, you know watched it whenever it was on. Got to, got to catch the kayaking this time, which last Olympics I missed it. Um, what was the online coverage like? Um, it was more impressive than it ever has been. Yep. But not did not meet the standards that uh, the internet internet video should meet that by this time. Did you still have commercials and stuff? Yeah, oh. not, not as much. But they would cut away, you know, and then cut back, and the streams were like broken half the time and that sort of thing. But it was kind of cool that you could watch stuff live. I watched a lot of the kayaking live that way. So you got to watch just uh, countries competing that were not the United States. Yeah, I watch, it's non-packaged coverage, you know, because the coverage is, like, packaged. And at this point, they do such a poor job packaging it that you can already tell who's going to win. Yeah. Because, oh, well, this is on at, like, 7 o'clock, so it, this one isn't important. They're not saving this one for the the main yeah. coverage, you know. So, anyway, it was the Olympics are awesome. It's just fun to watch. It's fun to always have some kind of interesting sport on to watch. Uh, and, yeah, that post-Olympic depression, I'm still dealing with it right now. If you want to read something I wrote about the Olympics and see some pictures that I took, you can go visit Huckberry.com, check out the blog. You're going to have to scroll back a page or two. The title of that article is An American in London. Yeah, I suggest the uh, beach volleyball pictures. (laughs) Yeah, so I got to go see a beach volleyball, which was four hours. Uh, One ticket got you in for four hours, and you saw two men's games and two women's games. Yeah. Went to see basketball with uh, T-Rob, who came over from the States, went to a bunch of Olympics events himself with his uh, girlfriend. But the four of us, my wife and I, and, and T-Rob and his girlfriend, they went to, um, <clears throat> well, we went to see basketball. We saw France versus Argentina, and then the United States versus Tunisia. And, uh, and then I went on the last week of the Olympics, three times in one week, I went to see wrestling events. That's legit. That's your thing. Yeah, I saw Greco-Roman the first time, women's freestyle the second time, and men's freestyle the third time. It was pretty ridiculous. I mean, the the wrestling events are a lot like the weightlifting events, where you have a lot of, like, 
Eastern Bloc countries and, um, well, mainly all former Soviet countries yeah. competing. You know? um, and then, like, Iran, you know. So the the um, the stadium that we were in or the, the arena that we were in watching wrestling was completely different than, like, the makeup, the population of the people that were at, say, beach volleyball. Right. It was I felt... Yeah. Uh, well, I was not the biggest, hairiest man there. I'll tell you that. Uh, a lot yeah. of big, hairy men in that wrestling arena. Yeah, I don't doubt it. A lot of, a lot of sweating. Yeah. Sweating. So, that's my not the hype. Still still suffering the hangover. I wish it was still happening. Yeah. We, we had 24 live feeds online with no commercials and on-demand capability to replay any event that you wanted to see. And that was all on regular T, uh, like regular well, outlets. I, I, the, you know, TV had like four channels playing it all day. Yeah. On the internet, you could stream it live in HD. Um, any event that was happening was yeah. being live and streamed live. So, you know, you could watch whatever you wanted whenever you wanted. That's legit, man. I mean, they know how to do it. That's the thing over there. They got the TV. You pay. You pay your tax pace for the uh, your license, right? So socialism there. It's like that socialism. Just <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Um, the uh, oh, got a got a sweet shirt in the mail from you just the other day, like two days ago. You did get it. Yeah, I did. I, I hope there was nothing else in the package because it was open. That <laughs> no, was just a t-shirt. Okay, uh, but. Yeah, sweet. I love it. It's got the old uh, logos from some of the old Olympics on it. Some of the legit old retro logos, which appealed to me as a designer. And yeah, sweet, really sweet shirt. Now, yeah, now that you've turned the podcast off, they're like, man, I'm so glad that IOTS didn't cover the Olympics this year. Hype's still out. Uh, this business. Uh huh. Getting this business going. Hype's still out. Don't know. Don't know what's going to go on with that. Ready for ready to get paid. Waiting for those checks to come in. Not sure why they're not here yet. Well, you got to stop watching American Pickers first. Oh, that's right. We'll get into that. What's your uh, what's your hype song? Uh, a lot of music coming out this fall, Jimmy. Oh, I heard Melissa Etheridge has a new album. There's a lot of music coming out, yeah. and and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go through the weeks uh, for September and October and just one week in November, and I'm gonna. I'm going to let you know who's coming out with a new album. And I want maybe just a first reaction kind of stream of consciousness. Maybe you want to weigh in whether or not the hype should still be out on these or whether or not you think you can endorse these sight unseen. All right. I think I'm going to I'm gonna respond to each of these with a sound. <laughs> okay. In the spirit of music. Might run out of sound. There's a lot of new music coming out. All right. So I'm going to try to lightning round this. Okay. Fourth of September, Animal Collective. Uh, Matchbox 20. Uh, Melissa Etheridge. Mmm. T.I. Yeah. 11th of September. Who? No, we're in a new week here. Oh, I thought that was a band, 11th of September. These albums drop, okay? Okay. 11th of September, Dave Matthews Band. Oh. BMX. BMX? BMX. He's out of jail? (laughs) <laughs> he's, he's he's dropping an album. Uh, uh, uh. Ludacris. 
Yes. Yes, sir. The Pet Shop Boys. Ooh. The Avis Brothers. Nah. The XX. Uh, I would be excited, but Owen likes them, so man. ZZ Top. Yeah. Dropping on the 18th. Wait, what? ZZ Top? ZZ Top. Mm. I'm going to give that one a mmm. On the 18th of September, Amy Mann. Yeah. Favorite of yours right there. Mm Mm-hmm. And of Horses. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Benfold 5. Benfold 5? Benfold 5. Getting the band back together. Yeah. Dinosaur Jr. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was was dirty. Grizzly Bear. Uh... Nelly Furtado. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah. <coughs> sorry, that was a. I didn't mean that. That was the killer. Was an accident. Uh. What? Twenty fifth of September, dropping Green Day. Eh. Lupe Fiasco. Eh. Mumford and Sons. Eh. No doubt. Eh. Yoko Ono. Ugh. 2nd of October, a favorite of yours coming up, Papa Roach. Yeah! The Wallflowers. What? The, the Wallflowers. That was my reaction. Oh, Van Morrison. Huh. The 9th of October, Barbara Streisand's got a new album coming out. Ooh. in Cambria. Kevin will be excited. The 16th of October, one of your boys, Ben Gibbard. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that is going to be great because he just—he's got a lot of—he just lost Zoe Deschanel. Oh, did he? Yeah, they got divorced. You didn't hear that? No, they were married. That dude makes good music when he's miserable. <laughs> All right, Pinback. Who? Okay. Oh, Pinback. Trey- yeah, I like them. Huh? Trey-, Trey Anastasio. <laughs> we're going to fast forward to the thirteenth of November. Okay. 50 Cent. Uh. And last but not least, certainly not least in your eyes, Soundgarden. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want Chris Cornell to come out with another solo album myself. I'm but. going hungry, yeah. <laughs> I want Temple of the Dog to come out with another album. I think I'm most excited for Papa Roach myself. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somewhere right now, Kevin Deleon is defending Papa Roach, our good friend and collaborator on the show. Uh, what you been consuming? Uh, I've been consuming this band. I think I brought it up before, but I don't think I brought it up on the podcast before. Uh, called the Ting Tings. Uh, I know of them. Yeah, I I think that this they're a band that like uh. Over here, they've got a little bit of indie cred, but I think in the UK they're like, oh, that man. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure I guarantee you that Owen hates them. <laughs> guarantee you that he hates them. But uh, they they're just like it's just a guy and a girl. It's got that formula that you like of the indie guy and girl making music together. Yeah. I love the the XX and I love Sleigh Bells. Yeah, same same kind of in the same vein, a little more poppy. Uh, a little more on maybe the dance side of things, but uh, 
good beats, and uh, their one of their songs is in this Audi commercial, and uh, it's the the female lead singer and and the guy that just you know the drummer. And uh, I heard it on there, and I just started getting into them. They've been out for maybe like six years or so. So, but, uh, so now at your age, you are finding music from commercials. Well, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, people they have good songs on commercials, you know. Yeah, who's in the Audi commercial over here? Huh? Fun. Oh yeah. That's who's they still they're still rocking that tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. That song has like been played out over here. Has been played out, but that album's still good. Yeah, it's got. I know a lot of people like that album. I like it all right. I'm into it. But, I got a music consumption, and then we'll go back to what you're consuming. I got two consumings. You've obviously got more than one. Yeah. I'll yeah. On you. New the new Yaysayer album came out. Okay. And, uh, I picked it up today, and I've already listened to it three times. Now I didn't make fun of your thing thing, so you can't make fun of my yay sayer. I'm not gonna make fun. I don't. I don't have anything to make fun of. Uh huh. Have you listened to it at all? A little bit. I, I mean, I've been everything that. There, there's, yeah. there it is. There it is. All right. Yeah. Cool. What else? Um, I have been filling my post Olympic void. That sounds dirty. Um. With uh, reality TV marathons, not trashy reality TV marathons, uh, informational reality TV marathons. No uh, such thing as not trashy. Well, uh, come on now. It's not. I'm not watching Big Brother or anything like that. Um, I've been watching uh, all these shows that follow basically the same formula: um, Auction Kings, Storage Wars, Pawn Stars, uh, Hardcore Pawn. Love all these these pawn puns, um, and these sorts of shows. Even the show about the ex Amish people trying to make it in America, like trying to make it in regular society. I have been watching these shows, and uh, they have these marathons with them all the time. It's gotten to the point now where I sit down in front of the TV, and if I turn it on, and there's not an American Pickers marathon on, I get indignant. I pitch a fit. I'm like, what is this shit? I'm not paying for cable to not see Pawn Stars right now. What what channels did those even come on? It's like TLC and Discovery and uh, A&E. How on those are... Wasn't TLC originally the learning channel? Yes. They are still the learning channel, I think. No, they're not. Well, I learn about these things, these, you know. You learn about the, the market value at auction of a lamp? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I had this idea though that I think that they should just uh, they should they could probably cut their costs if they just film American. You know what American Pickers is, right? Yeah. These dudes drive around and they go and they look in old barns and stuff to like get stuff to sell in their thrift store. Yeah. Uh, and those dudes they were actually here in Wilmington over the like over the spring. But anyway, um, I had this idea that they could they could probably cut their costs if they just film American Pickers and Hoarders at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so they can just film it all it could be one show and they bring it in maybe this is a whole new show I'm pitching right here alright don't steal the idea we come in we look at all your stuff we're like you have a huge problem alright we've got this psychologist here that's going to help you clean up the house but the good news is we're willing to offer you $600 for these these old newspapers here 
I'm gonna I'm gonna come back at you. I'm gonna try to I'm I'm gonna see whether or not you want to add this twist to it. Okay. Yeah? Houses the all the contents have been purchased by the two American pickers. Okay. Hoarder the hoarder's sitting there. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Right? Extreme home makeover. <laughs> this we're talking about a three hour block of television. Right? That's just three parts of it. First is hoarders, and then they bring the American Pickers guys in to just, and there's just the tension there as the American Pickers guys offer them, uh, offer them prices for their junk that they have. Would you take five hundred dollars for this old lampshade? You know, at one week is American Pickers. The next week, Storage Wars guys come in and they bid on the whole house. <laughs> They get five minutes with a flashlight to look inside the house. Yeah. Start the bidding. And then outside, and we just see the reaction of the person who's been hoarding the whole time. Just the horrified look on their face. It's it's priceless to them. Right. But it's $600 to the American. And there's stuff, yeah, <laughs> their stuff is getting auctioned off. Yeah. I think it's, it's a hybrid show. The worst is when you see those guys. There was one episode where that guy just collected newspapers. Uh, uh, the um, hoarders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just newspapers. Yeah. They're going to be worth something someday. That's like the go-to hoarder thing. Yeah, oh, is it? Like, uh, yeah, gonna... newspapers. How's what? I'm going to scan these later. Yeah, I'm going to read these. <laughs> All right, we're going to tell you. We went through your house. We found 15 dead cats. <laughs> Now, but these newspapers are from the Kennedy assassination. We're offering a good price to you on these. We could sell these in our shop for a huge markup. Commercial break, right? Yeah. They come back after commercial. Now, we don't know how much this dead cat is worth, so we got to go to our, 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 what's that guy, Tax, taxidermy? We're going to our, our, our taxidermist. <laughs> now, this cat is perfectly preserved, naturally. <laughs> what can we expect this to go at auction? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it is a calico. The the market is flooded with calicos right now. But I tell you what, for a price for for you, I can sell it probably. You you could expect to get 150, but maybe 200. Yeah, people pay big money for these old cats. You can't <laughs> find these anymore. If you the watch the show, somebody out there, the one one of our viewers that actually watches American Pickers thinks that's hilarious. They, yeah, they, they that's like actually that. how it goes. Well, I just read a book that uh, a lot of fourth graders read. Not right. a big, big in the uh, pre-adolescent world. It's okay, Ender's Game. Ender's Game. Oh, that's yeah. a science fiction book. Yeah, it's a science. It, it won a lot of awards. But Orson still, Scott Card. Yes. Known bigot and uh, um, uh, homophobe. Really? Well. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is correlated because I, you know, I don't want to alienate any listeners. Yeah, we accept all kinds here at Iowa to us. Also, a Mormon. Uh, so I'm, I'm not saying that's correlated. I'm just saying I read the introduction. He talked about his Mormonism. I don't have any problem with you bringing that up. Okay. I don't. I don't. I, I. Yeah, I think that that's worth mentioning. Well, I was reading an article about how, you know, uh, the, the woman behind Twilight. Yeah, more. and and apparently there's this whole that a lot of the science fiction and fantasy authors like there's a disproportionate amount of Mormon authors to genres. I'll just say they tell a good story. 
Ender's Game was a great book. I'll tell you, the, 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 the Mormons, they know how to tell a good uh, fictional story. <laughs> not saying it's correlated. I'm not saying it has any... No, not... I don't want to draw any... I don't want to draw any co- connections to the Book of Mormon and... No, not Science doing fiction. That. Uh, Just, you know, ridiculous science fiction that doesn't make any sense, but I, I wouldn't say that because that would be... Right. We don't get that way on this show. That's not what we do on this show. That's not what we're here for. That's not, no. But but they do draw, they they do write a good story. Right. Good, good, good at fantasy. Good, really good yeah. At- Angels coming from other planets and magical glasses. Um, um, it's, it's all really good storytelling. Yeah. It's effective, you know, because a lot of people really get immersed in it. It's Yeah, it's believable. You could, you could feel like it, it really there was an angel that was from another planet that came here. And you just get invested in the stories. You just... That's what it yeah, you just believe it. You just believe those stories so much it feels like it's real. You don't want to stop reading the stories because you don't want to face anything that might you know, take you out of the story. Right, you want to do whatever you can to keep that story going. Yeah. Even though you know... That there's no way that story could be true, because it's so good. Because it's so well written, it's it so doesn't good. matter that it's not true. It's true it's to not, you. Not drawing correlations. Not we're not saying anything about that. We're not making any nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with religion. Just just talking about pride of authorship, really. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They can have it because they're good at it. Yeah. They tell a good story. Well, that's all I got. All right. Um. Yeah. What? <laughs> Do we have anything else to talk about? Now, in the future, we will be doing some grab bag. Uh, those of you that are listening in the past, you know a little bit about grab bag. We got uh, a couple of different things in the works for that, but until we got it, we're not going to drop it. So stay tuned. Thanks yeah, if you if you have some favorite uh, grab bags from the past, those of you who remember that stuff, let us know. Let us know what you, you liked. You can do that by tweeting at us at IOLTOS. Sending us an email. I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. <clears throat> or. Do we even check that email address anymore? It forwards to my email. Okay. I mean, which is to say I don't get any emails. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, and, um, and pretty soon we'll give you the new URL for our Facebook page. Yep. And, um, yeah. And also, if you're, you're out there, we, we usually do. Uh, in the intro, we usually do number one fan and number one hater. So if you're interested in either of those positions, um, you need to talk about us on social media. <laughs> we won't notice that you've done it, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have that. And, uh, yeah, the show's back. We're gonna, I promise we're going to be more streamlined and focused and even more focused than this show was. But I think we did all right. It was a little rambly, but we did pretty good. We're going for the fizzle out today. we got to get... Yeah, just the flaccid ending, just flaccid, just soft, just the soft ending. All right, that's only like their old stuff. Uh, episode something or other. Uh, thanks to everybody. Thanks, Clave. Thanks, Miss. Thanks, all these other people. Zell. And wow.
Yeah.